Welcome to Love and Money, the internet television show of Prosperity ULLC, where we discuss what's happening, what's happening to us, and what can we do about it. Now available on Spotify. In this episode, we will discuss student loan forgiveness, Biggie's daughter, and who is Andrew Tate. Join our new Patreon to receive free merchandise, books, and consultation from Prosperity ULLC. And if you appreciate the show, go ahead and show it in Cash App at dollar sign Prosperity ULLC. But before we go in, let's take a moment to invest in the brand. Join Kev Prosper as he beats up the bad guys, slays the dragon, and saves the princess. Prosperity Gaming is the new channel of Prosperity ULLC. Watch, follow, subscribe to Prosperity Gaming with Kev Prosper. Welcome to our temperature check segment where we discuss current events. Student loan forgiveness. Here's who qualifies under Biden's plan. It's official. Millions of Americans are set to get up to $20,000 in student loan forgiveness. President Joe Biden announced the plan Wednesday, saying that federal student loan borrowers earning less than $125,000 will receive a $10,000 in debt debt cancellation, while borrowers who receive need-based Pell Grants during college will be eligible for $20,000 in forgiveness. The department estimates that some 20 million borrowers could see their loans completely wiped out. Ooh. Uh, The forgiveness will uh, give working and middle-class families breathing room as they prepare to resume uh, federal student loan payments, Biden said in his announcement. Monthly payments are now set to resume on January 1st in 2023. Student loan forgiveness income limits, well, student loan forgiveness income limits. People with existing federal student loans who earn less than $125,000 a year are eligible for forgiveness. The cutoff for married couples filing jointly is $250,000. The announcement didn't expand on the income cutoff beyond saying that it will be based on annual income during the pandemic. Which borrowers are eligible for additional relief? If you received a Pell Grant while in college, you're eligible for an additional $10,000 in forgiveness. Uh, for a total 20 grand uh this detail blah 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 blah, blah, i think i mentioned that already most pell grants go to students from households earning less than forty thousand, and nearly all go to households under earning under sixty thousand. department says these students are more likely to have student loans and borrow higher amounts for example more than eight out of ten pell grant uh, recipients who graduate from four-year colleges have student loans uh blah, blah 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 Which type of student loans are eligible for forgiveness? The forgiveness applies to most types of federal loan of to most types of federal loans that were dispersed by June 30th of 2022. Hmm. That covers direct loans, subsidized and unsubsidized for undergraduate students, uh, direct plus loans for graduate students and uh, parent borrowers. Um, and direct consolidation loans. Loans that were in default prior to the pandemic forbearance are covered too. Also included are some Perkins loans and loans from the Federal Family Education Loan, uh, FFEL program. Uh, Here's the important caveat. The announcement says forgiveness applies only to loans, quote unquote, held by the department. Uh, That would exclude the majority of FFEL loans, 
uh, which are backed by the federal government, but owned by private lenders. Hmm. Private student loans do not qualify, even if you had federal loans originally, but refinanced them into a private loan. Hmm, interesting. What do I need to get forgiveness? At the moment, there's not much borrowers can do other than make sure their contact information is up to date with their loan servicer and sign up for updates from the department here. Um, eventually, though, the majority of borrowers will need to opt into student loan forgiveness, so to speak. For that, there will be an application available in early October. Uh, wait. We'll need to opt into student loan forgiveness. Okay. There will be an application available in early October, administration said in a press briefing on Friday. Once submitted, the process will take between four and six weeks. So the administration is recommending borrowers apply by November 15th. That's good to know. So that in theory, their loans can be forgiven before payments resume next year. I'm going to be on that. <laughs> if the education department has income data on file for you, if, for example, you recently submitted paperwork to recertify for income driven repayment, uh, then you may be eligible for automatic forgiveness. If you meet uh, the other eligi eligibility requirements, the department says they are there are roughly eight million borrowers in this group. So, you know, um, we're in a quiet recession. Um, the, the, the media is the media. I think the media learned their lesson from 2008 and they're not kind of hyping it up. Um, but the numbers show, if you look at the stock market numbers, um, yeah, we're in a quiet, quiet recession and, um, let me see how the market is doing today. And yeah. And so there's a whole lot of stimulusing going on. Um, it, yeah, there's a whole lot of st stimulusing going on. And, you know, the uh, the government is really trying to um, tamper with inflation with, you know, with interest rates to combat inflation and student loan forgiveness um, in the long run. Student loan forgiveness is a very lucrative, uh, lucrative boom for the economy, because um, who, who's hurt by student loans more than the middle class and who's hurt by a recession more than the middle class. You know what I'm saying? The poor are already poor, so it doesn't phase them. You know what I'm saying? The rich are already rich, like they're hella rich. So even if they go broke, they don't really go broke the same way that uh, most people go broke. You know what I'm saying? So it, 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 hit, it hits the middle class more than anything. And forgiving student loans, because a lot of, you know, big ticket items, you know, buying a car, uh, buying a home. The biggest thing that hurts your credit is your student loans. And it's the only thing that can't be removed from your credit. That's what they need to, that's what really, really what they need to, uh, not just forgiving the student loans, but making, being able to uh, relieve it from your credit. Maybe like relieve a certain balance from your credit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that would be even better, you know? Um, but you know you hold you have so many people held back from from consumer spending simply because of their student loans i mean this this credit cards i can't apply for that i constantly get rejected for because i'm trying to get airline miles this credit cards i constantly get rejected for because when they look up my credit they see they see a bunch of student loans you know what i'm saying so um 
so yeah, it's important that you know you uh, what you call it? What's the word? Yeah, it's it's important. Is it not you? But it's important that the government does this. You know what I'm saying? To to kind of spark a to spark something or just keep the middle class afloat. You know what I'm saying? Because you can do a lot more with student loans forgiven. You know, so they know what they're doing. They're they're playing a long game, which the government always is. Um, but the, and then it's just and then they, you also have to be mindful. Uh, you also have to be mindful that there. Uh, every time you create a new solution, you for every one solution is three more new problems. You know, so but I don't really see <laughs> student loan forgiveness. I don't really see any 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 bad from that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think people are wising up. The value of a college degree has changed. Um, I ain't gonna say it's dropped or you know risen, but it has changed. You know what I'm saying? People are getting smarter. Uh, there's more and more ways to make money now, and the economy, the the nature of the economy, the nature of capitalism is changing with technology because of technology and because there's so many more ways to make money. People are coming into huge windfalls of money that would have taken them almost probably decades to make had they have been punching a, punching a clock that their degree has gotten them. You know what I'm saying? So, so um, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Biggie's daughter, Tiana Wallace, posts boyfriend's $1 million bond after hit and run. After hit and run, one million dollar bond? Like what? Let me continue reading. Tiana Wallace, uh, daughter of the late rap legend Notorious B.I.G., has posted a one million dollar bond for her longtime boyfriend Tyshawn Baldwin. On Wednesday, August 10th, uh, he was arrested after a hit and run that injured three people, including a mother and her toddler. Reports Fox News. Uh, the unfortunate collision took place after police stopped Baldwin for allegedly parking his 2021 Durango SRT Hellcat uh, in an intersection. He parked it in an intersection as well as its loud exhaust and dark tinted windows. Hmm. After providing his driver's license and registration during a routine traffic stop in Queens, New York, Baldwin fled the scene due to having a suspended license and drove into a group of pedestrians. God damn. <laughs> he ran into a mother, her two-year-old daughter, and food. Yo. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm reading this, and and I can already judge from what I'm reading. I can already judge what this is from what I'm reading. Let me finish. Let me continue reading and finish. Uh, fled the scene to have a suspended license. Uh, he ran into a mother, two-year-old daughter, a food delivery man who also succumbed to serious injuries. God bless them. He eventually surrendered himself to authorities on Wednesday, August 17th. Dang. Um, the 28-year-old was arraigned on 17 counts of first-degree assault, reckless endangerment, endangering the welfare. Okay, so I could see how the bond was, was set so high. Um, a million though, like that's a lot. Uh, ju Judge Scott, a, a, a million dollar bond. You would think that's you would think he's a, a, a drug kingpin or something. But I digress. <laughs> um, Judge Scott Dunn decided to hold Baldwin on bail. Um, however, Wallace, his girlfriend, and the mother of his infant daughter. His, 
his wait Wallace, his girlfriend, and the oh okay Wallace is his girlfriend and the mother of his infant daughter was able to swiftly bail him out. According to court records obtained by Fox News Digital, the documents filed in Queens Criminal Court listed the deed to Wallace's $1.5 million Brooklyn home as collateral. Dang. Now, when you say a Brooklyn home, I mean, $1.5 million, that's probably light work. You know what I'm saying? Like, the way rent is in Brooklyn and the way the real estate game is in, in New York, you know what I'm saying? She probably got like a brownstone or something for that much. You know what I'm saying? Like an old, old brownstone. That might be that might be light work. I don't know. But still, I, let me continue. Uh, District Attorney Katz stated in a press release, the complete disregard for public safety in this case is shameful. As alleged, the defendant was operating a vehicle with a suspended license when he struck the injured struck and injured three pedestrians, including blah, 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 blah. We get that. Uh, driving is a privilege, blah, blah, blah. Okay, yeah, you, you make your lawyer statement. I get it. Um, <laughs> if if you're from where I'm from, you can probably if you're from somewhere similar to where I'm from in any part of the country, you can tell what this is about. This is man. This man was driving out a tricked out truck. You know what I'm saying? Uh, in the hood on a suspended license. Where have we seen this kind of stuff before? And his girlfriend, you know what I'm saying? Now, I don't know what he does for a living. You know what I'm saying? But for you to be driving a vehicle like that, your license shouldn't be suspended. You should you should have enough money to clear up whatever's on your record. <laughs> to pay pay the courts to clear up whatever's on your record to reinstate your license. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So what does that say about you, bro? <laughs> that and then you had the gall to park it at an intersection. <laughs> park in an intersection. You know what I'm saying? You had to go to park at an intersection, and then, and then, uh, um, and then you fled the cops. You know what I'm saying? On a suspended license. So now you can't. You probably can't never drive again. You probably fled the cops because you had warrants. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Have, <laughs> if you're from the kind of neighborhood I'm from, you've probably seen something similar to this before. Or you, or you, you, or you either seen it or you've been in it, and yeah. So, so yeah, he has a suspended license. He's driving a truck. He, he probably can't afford. If you can, if you can't afford to reinstate your license, you probably can't afford a truck like that. You know what I'm saying? So more than likely, it's your girl's truck. You, you riding around in your girl's truck. You probably wrecked it, scratched it up. You know what I'm saying? After running into them people. You know what I mean? And then she put up her house for you. And then you done knocked her up. <sighs> the reason this brings press is because this is Biggie's daughter. You know what I'm saying? And anything connected to his legacy, we want to know about. And we looking at it sideways because we saying to ourselves, now, would your father approve of that if he's still alive? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Would you probably be even dating a man like that if he was still alive? You know what I'm saying? More than likely not. More than likely not. But that's the but the reality of the situation is what it is. She's with a Dusty. It is what it is. <laughs> She's with a Dusty Ray Ray, <laughs> Ray Ray and them. Nuck nuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, one million dollar bond. You, you so now now I'm not too familiar with the you know what I'm saying the criminal justice system. So if somebody 
puts up their deed. So if they lose the case, if he gets convicted, then they lose. Then she loses the house. Is that how that works? You know what I'm saying? Like, like. Let me. Matter of fact, hold on. I'm I'm gonna get the googling because I like to be able to sleep at night, and if and if it's just gonna keep me up. What happens? What happens when when you put your deed up for bond? Let's see. Let's see. A property bond is a type of bond where a valuable piece of property is paid as collateral to ensure the bond. The property gets up as collateral to either uh, to either co the court or the bail bond service. They will put a lien on the property, often the home or land, often a home or land. Okay, so then what's the repercussion? Uh, once filed, a deed means the bail company has a lien on your property and can take possession if can take if you f default on your agreement it is required for, for you to inform the clerk of court i need to call where <laughs> does anybody know a ray ray i could call and tell me what happens because <laughs> they seem to know the law better than most lawyers um has been completed wait it is required for you to inform the clerk of superior court at blah 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 that the case has been completed in order to have the uh the deed of trust canceled so okay so that so when you if you beat the case then you keep the house i guess that's what it is um you can lose your home if you put up as a bail bond let me see what this person says uh come on come on come on hurry up hurry up come on it's just one little website. Okay. Can you lose your home? Um, if you post... I think this is very educational. Uh, if you post bail using your house as an asset, you run the risk of losing your home. If a defendant cooperates with the courts and does not run away, the deed to your house will be returned to you. However, if the defendant runs away and you cannot and cannot be found within a certain amount of time, the bail ha is forfeit and stays with the courts, at which point the court can evict you and sell your house to pay the bail. Okay. When a person is arrested, he is taken to jail, but block. Come on, don't don't advertise me. Uh, after assessing the severity of the crime, the judge decides that the person should be released on bails. Um, and if so, how how high the bail should be? The bail is the amount of money. We get that. Okay, great. Uh, the defendant can call a bail a bond agent. Okay, okay, we're getting... There's a possibility that you will lose your house if you put it up for bail. If the defendant does not show up for court... Okay, I read that already. If the defendant is not found... Okay. And... Uh, so, I guess the the putting the deed up for the bail has nothing to do with the actual verdict of the trial. It just has to do with the bail. You know what I'm saying? So, if, if you turn yourself in... Or you get caught, and you know what I'm saying. You get you get detained, and, um, but that's just the bail. I'm like, like her whole house, is that her only home? You know what I'm saying. I mean, I don't know how well she's doing, how much she's living off of the uh, off of Biggie's music music royalties or whatever. But 
you know, putting you putting a house up for for bail. Not even like I'd put my house up to actually put some get someone out of jail. Period. After they've been convicted, I wouldn't put my house up for someone just to bail them out. You know what I'm saying? You might do uh, three months, three to six months to a year, wait awaiting trial. Like okay, like you know, you did what you did. Like you know what I'm saying? Eat that, and let's 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 beat the trial. Let's focus on the trial. You know what I'm saying? Um, more than likely, he probably pressured her. He probably guilt tripped her. You know what I'm saying? He's probably been, you know what I'm saying, holding her down for a while. You know what I mean? Uh, um, yeah, and then and then and then she got a kid with him too. So yeah, man, and she's probably that that ride or die type of chick. She's she can ride and die. <laughs> like I, <laughs> that's not. That's not the optimal thing to do, but yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just sad, but it's a sad reality. You know what I'm saying? There's people really going through this and dealing with this. Uh, um, and yeah, and it takes press because this is a daughter of a beloved legend. You know what I'm saying? Who had, had, under any, under any other circumstances, had that man still be alive, she probably wouldn't be dating a guy like him. It is what it is. If a man isn't free to say what he thinks in the way he wants to say it, if political correctness or hate speech or whatever, whatever, if a man can't even express himself the way he thinks it, is he free? And what they do first is they restrict your speech because if they restrict your speech, then they can start to restrict your thoughts. If you're not allowed to ever say it, then you're probably not gonna think it so often. This is why it's done on purpose. So I don't think that society is very free at all. And I think that in regards to keeping our employment, keeping our money coming in, making sure we don't lose our social medias, every single person has to censor themselves to some degree. Every single thing in life, even friendships are a value exchange. You think of who your best friend is, right? You gain something and he gains something through your interaction, right? Either it makes you feel happy or he can help you with some things or you help each other. Every single thing in life's a value exchange. I don't have a jet. Does that mean I'm broke? Well, sounds like it, bro. What are you, what, are you waiting in lines at the airport? I <laughs> 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 broke me. Every single man wants to f his female friend because if, uh, if all these girls go, he's just my friend. Yeah, put on 20 stones, see if he wants to talk to you. Oh yeah, protect your spirit when you're fat. Oh, you can't do it anymore. You lost your spiritual powers and now you're ugly. Isn't that funny? How'd that work out? Here's a test when you meet a bitch for the first time. Say, what are you doing next week? Correct answer. Oh, nothing, just home. Attractive. That's what I want to hear. You ain't been nowhere. You don't go nowhere. Just home. What are you doing next week? Oh, well, my friend has uh, our exhibition and then my, gir my girl knows this guy oh, who's that. doing this thing and we're going to this party for this a launch for this new clothing line and then on wednesday it's my friend's birthday her name's chloe she's so funny and we're gonna go here and then this that it starts giving you this busy schedule ho slot shut up thing no can you admit you're a monumental failure and there's not a, there's not a vehicle owner if i can't drive <laughs> I, might have, on I might have to admit that or this <laughs> i can tell that that's way more effort than walking traffic's going this way the traffic stopped traffic she comes out instead of just turning right and going on her way she comes and just crashes into this car female and i sat there and i thought how are women allowed to drive how females can't drive a man is good enough at driving to know he's not a good driver but women are such bad drivers they genuinely think they're okay drivers it's remarkable if you're truly shit at something you can't even tell your crap right if you're completely deaf you don't know you're bad at piano Cause you're an idiot. You're telling me I spent $3 million on cars and then Earth decided to snow with no consideration. The fact that every single day I drive a supercar. I'm not one of those guys with a supercar and takes out sometimes. Every day 
I drive one of my cars from there. And look, this is bullshit. Both my beautiful cars come from the this is a bit bullshit, isn't it? But I train at home. I'm certainly not one of them gym bros who only trains and does nothing else. You know what I'm not doing? Cutting up broccoli and putting in little boxes. Mm. <laughs> if I make enough little boxes, maybe I'll get some biceps. There are there are literally Wait! there are literally gay porn movies less gay than meal prep YouTube videos. Gay. Super gay. Your reality on women is war. Before you say to that man, you can have a day off and you're allowed to be sad today. You will only even acknowledge he exists if he's ignored how he feels 99% of the time before that. Because if he was sad most of the time before that, he never would have got to a place where he could attract a woman like you. The man who works in Starbucks, who's sad all the time, you won't reply to him. Neither will any other female. There is not a female on the planet who's invisible today. You can be a four, overweight, you'll still go to the club and get attention. 99% of the men go to the club and nobody even f***ing talks to them. So if you just sit here and say, I'll get a G, a big G, a boss, a millionaire, and let him have a day off, very nice of you. I'm sure you would. If a guy who wanted to have days off all the time, he never would have got important enough in the first place to attract a woman like you. And that is the reality. What's your net worth? Net worth is very difficult to quantify. If you had to go, if you had to go liquid tomorrow, I'll give you a year. I'll even give you a year to say you can sell your company. But it's like, all right, we're playing a game in life. And yeah. Whoever has the most physical liquid money wins. Hey, if you see something, share something. Don't be afraid. Share this episode. Subscribe, like, and share. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. You have one year to accumulate it. How much do you think you... It's difficult. It is difficult. The reason I'm giving you this answer, not a very short one, is because I think that my companies rely so heavily on my brand that they're very, very difficult to sell. But 300, 350, easily. So... Every single addict I met is an extremely emotional person. And when I say emotional, I mean the kind of people who jump around in nightclubs and are extremely happy. That's still emotional. They have no stoicism. You see these people in the club. Yeah, the club. Britney Spears, Rihanna, yeah, that. Morons. I could win $100 million and I wouldn't scream like that. And these people are screaming because Rihanna's on a stage 40 meters that way at a festival. No wonder the world's me and my brother went to Moldova a few times, and every time we're there, we get in trouble with the crazy Moldovan guys. And we don't start trouble, these guys are just crazy. And I say, you know what, part of you has to respect their absolute nationalism. Like, where are you from? America. Oh, America, you come Moldova, yeah? Like, they don't want to fight you now. Like, they're like, whoa, what the fuck? But that's how they are. But it's like, I heard about that. Moldovans are crazy. It's dangerous. It's very dangerous. We've been there four times, and twice we've done that. So that's a 50% attack rate. <laughs> <laughs> What is the chance of me beating one of you at Fortnite? Because I've never played before. Zero percent. Yeah, probably. The chances probably, of me beating you in boxing, pretty much. Yeah. Is it that? Is it that that low? You need a you know four years of practice nonstop comes to like you know what I'm saying like you would need to learn like every control. It's it's very it's probably one of the hardest games to like actually learn. Yeah. And what is the game like? What happens? What are you supposed to do? Are you a soldier or something? Okay, so you basically get in a bus, right? There's a hundred people. You jump from the bus. You land in a whole entire map. You land at a looting spot. You loot up. And basically, the last one alive out of those 100 people win the game. But the zone closes. That sounds a lot like my life. What do you mean? Like, like 100 people dumped in one place, most die. I'm the last one standing. You may do it with the little controller. I'm doing it out here for real on the street. I've been jumped four times. Every time I was jumped, I didn't see it coming, but I heard it coming. You're walking, and you hear those footsteps coming behind you. That's your chance. That's all you got. That's your chance to not fucking die. Instead of doing that, you want to listen to cold play in your fucking ears like a little dickhead. When you put your headphones in and you're walking down the street listening to your music, you are a fucking target. I have autism. 
just to be honest with you. Stop, 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 stop. Autism is a very, very large scale. Broad spectrum, yeah. Because you have autists who are functioning and you have autists who literally can't even function in society. What would you say is a characteristic or a particular behavioral pattern you have which is different than a normal person, for example? What do you do that's not normal? I would say people talking to me say something to me and I do not care and I have zero empathy towards what they're saying. <laughs> is that what you got? Jeez, I don't care. What happened, Mary? Oh, what? There was five people on the train track. <laughs> don't care. Heartbreak, depression, sadness. These are all fantastic motivators. I'm telling you why they're a fantastic motivator. You go to a guy who's heartbroken, he has all the motivation in the world to send 300 text mm -hmm. messages. Life's going to hurt you and how you use that pain is completely and utterly up to you. You can use that pain to galvanize yourself as a man and become a better man you've ever been. I'm not saying that I'm only successful because of some chick. I'm saying that every single time that I was heartbroken, I never wasted a second. I was never wallow. Russians in general aren't very animated when they speak. They sit still. They say yes. They say no. Mm, yes. Blah, blah, blah. They're very, very calm. They don't like to talk too much. However, he was told that many Russians are trying to learn American mannerisms. Many Russians were learning to move their hands a lot more as they speak. They like the idea of being animated. If you're constantly animating, your movie doesn't scare people. So if I'm still and I decide to pull my weapon, you're going to notice. But if I'm always animated all the time, if I'm always moving every time I talk, you're not even going to fucking notice by the time I pull my gun. Firstly, you said she shouldn't be with you for something. She should be with you because you are something. Well, how do you become something? You well, become something. You become, you become something by doing things. Oh, you, you're trying to separate the two as if they're separate. It, they're not you, se separate, separate. They're, no. You is a lot of things. Your, your achievements is a small thing. Being no, no, successful no, isn't. No, not in the realm of a man. In the realm of a man, oh. your achievements are 85% of all of who you are. As a man, you are judged solely on your status. You don't even have to be good looking. You need to be important. And you're only going to be important by achieving important things. But I want all the people, all the feminists watching who want to go cancel people, go cancel this guy because I can tell he gives a shit. Don't try and cancel me. What? I don't give a fuck. What the fuck? There. Cancel me. I do not care. I don't care. I exist outside of the matrix. No one can damage me. Doesn't matter. You can I don't even have a fucking account. What are you gonna do? Ban me? I don't even have an account. I do. Ban this guy. No. He's a misogynist. He is a misogynist. What are you? I can't believe what you just said. What are you doing? Misogynistic. misogynistic. Feminists. It's people like him that are keeping women back. That's the reason you don't have high-paying jobs. Whoa! Rover Andrew! It's 100% this guy. I can't believe you're saying this. What the fuck? <laughs> you should only drink water to begin with. Sparkling, as everyone knows. I don't like sparkling water. It's disgusting. This is a setup. Now I'm starting to understand. You're deliberately antagonizing me. My blood pressure. No, I'm not. I don't like. Well, I don't like sparkling water. You're scared of bubbles? No, it just it doesn't. It doesn't even hydrate you. Of course it fucking hydrates you. It's water. What do you think water doesn't hydrate you? You're scared of bubbles? Scared of bubbles? Drinking okay. fucking soy? But you can't. Wondering why you have no motivation to do a single fucking push up at 21 years old when you have unlimited money and all the time on earth? I see that you are a white man, so you may He's not have that person. Actually, 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 you're wrong. Can you're you wrong. Google and put a picture of my father on the screen? You just failed on step one by identifying me incorrectly. So, <laughs> I'm step, not knowing two. you. I no, don't know step, you. Of course you don't know me. There you go. I don't know you, so I'm guessing you failed. So You did the same thing earlier to me. In which area have I once failed? We can run it back to you? the first 10 minutes. You don't want to run this interview back, because when you <laughs> run it back, you're going to see yourself get smoked the whole way through. <laughs> so listen, my dear. Listen. <laughs> Mom is calling me. What does she want? Answer the phone. Go on then.
In the meantime, I'll play the other amazing song. Hello, Mother. How are you? How rich I am, and that is completely true. Any other questions? I'm actually live on the internet right now. There's 3,000 people watching me take this phone call. Sure? You need anything? More money? Sure? Do you want more money, Mom? Hit me up anytime. Your wish is my command. Andrew Tate explained why he's kicked off of social media in the wake of uh, I'm not reading it. I'm just talking for right now in the wake of, you know, Kevin Samuels passing, you know, um, everyone knows it. People want to deny it. People want to be cool about it. But yes, there is a vacuum. <laughs> there is a vacuum on uh, male speakers, masculine male speakers. Um, airing out the grievances and the bullshit that women be on. It is what it is. And, you know, as soon as someone comes along and just, you know, talks that talk, you know what I'm saying? We're going to just sop it up like a sponge. And this is exactly who Andrew Tate is. This guy came out of literally nowhere. Well, not literally. This guy practically came out of nowhere and swept the internet by storm. Sort of in the same way that Kevin Samuels did. You know what I mean? Um, but the fact that we've seen that movie play out already, he's he's been he's uh, been getting a different kind of attack than what Kevin Samuels got. I don't like Kevin Samuels. Kevin Samuels didn't get banned off the internet. It was because the internet saw him as profitable because he was. Uh, um, he was profiting off of black women's trauma. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? The guy was, you know, he was, you know, he was very uh, mocking and uh, antagonizing and and uh, very abrasive with his speech. You know what I'm saying? Um, for a long time. But there was a lot, a lot of truth and reality in everything he was saying. And you had to respect it at the end of the day. I always, I'll always uh, flip both sides of the coin with where I stand on that, with where I stand on Kevin Samuels, you know what I'm saying, his legacy. Um, and so, so because he was kind of geared towards a black audience, he was, he was a lot less, he was not censored at all. And, you know, he packaged himself in a very classy way. Um, Andrew Tate, this guy is a lot more global. You know what I'm saying? He has more global reach, uh, um, and 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 he's tapping into a, a broader audience, and so he's a lot more dangerous, quote unquote, to a lot more audiences. <laughs> and so I could see why he would get shut down quicker and be hammered a lot quicker than the Kevin Samuels was. You know what I'm saying? Kevin Samuels directed all of his energy towards the black community. You know what I'm saying? And we held him up. You know what I'm saying? We held him up. And the sky was the limit for him. If he would have still, if he would have, all he needed was another year and he would have been out of here. You know what I'm saying? Um, but this Andrew Andrew Tate guy kind of filled that vacuum and he's he skyrocketed in less than half the time that it took Kevin Samuels a skyrocket. You know what I'm saying? And like <laughs> he's and then so right now he's probably like the most Google man on the internet. 
So I wanted to talk about it a little bit. I wanted to fill fill my viewers in um, if they may not know on who this Andrew Tate guy is. Uh, so let's let, let me let's go in. Until a few months ago, Andrew Tate's face was essentially unknown. Now it's everywhere. An online influencer, Tate is currently all over social media, or at least news reports about him are. In the past week, Tate has been banned from the full gamut of social networks. Dang. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Twitch, Twitter. Dang. Uh, dealing a painful blow to his Hustlers University online business. Uh, but who is Andrew Tate and what is Hustlers University? The short story is that 35-year-old Tate has a self-help personal is a self-help personality who revels in misogyny. That's an opinion. Let's air that out. That's an opinion. Um, purporting to extol wisdom to men that helps them escape, quote unquote, escape the matrix. Tate has falsely claimed. Hold on, my bad. Where was I? Tate has falsely claimed that women bear some responsibility for being sexually assaulted. Oh, okay. I need context. I need context. I'm not just going to run with that. And that they have uh, no quote unquote innate responsibility and honor. I need context. I need context. He's probably, that sounds extreme and that sounds radical. Like I, I don't, I'm not just going to buy that alone. <laughs> I think this author is being, you know, away. Uh, before being banned, his video racked up billions of views on TikTok and Instagram. His main business venture of late was Hustlers University, an online course for aspiring alpha males <clears throat> that taught lessons on crypto, stock, stock, stock investing, and quote-unquote freelancing. Uh, quote, he's the whole package so far as emerging new forms of anti-women, right-wing right -wing extremism that we're seeing, said uh, Deakin University uh, Josh Ruse, a political sociologist who studies extremism and masculinity. Quote, he's mobilizing a sense not only of insecurity, but anger, unquote. After social media platforms blocked him, a spokesperson for Tate uh, told Bloomberg, banning Andrew Tate from these platforms might seem, might seem the answer, but it isn't that simple. Removing Tate's voice doesn't allow for a kinder, a kinder hate-free society, <laughs> unquote. Uh, that's not how TikTok sees it. Quote, misogyny is a hateful ideology that is not tolerated on TikTok, a company spokesperson said. Quote, we've been removing violative videos and accounts for weeks, and we welcome the news that the other platforms are not are also taking action against this individual. Um, says Ruse, Tate is an, quote, example of what these social media regulations have been put in place to address. Dang, is he that bad? <laughs> um where did Andrew Tate come from? Let's get into some background. Uh, starting out as a kickboxer, Tate had his first dalliance uh, with a public spotlight through the 2016 season of UK's Big Brother reality show. It lasted six days. Tate was kicked off the show after a video appearing to show Tate beating a woman with a belt, threatening her with violence if she texts him again. What? 
Tate told the son that the video was the couple acting out role play, uh, quote unquote. He posted a smiling selfie alongside the woman in the video and said they were still friends. After winding down his kickboxing career, Tate began an online webcamming company in which he claimed that up to 75 women, some of them ex-girlfriends, were working for him. In an interview with the UK's Mirror earlier this year, Tate called the webcam business a total scam in which women faked sob stories to get men to part their cash. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Tears will will activate some men, though, to, you know what I'm saying, uh, instinctively. Um, Tate has more recently become famous as an online personality promising to show boys and men how to quote unquote escape the matrix, blah, blah, blah. Uh, much of Tate content is unrelated to women apart from touting advice on how to become wealthy. He al he's also known for his outspoken support of Donald, Donald Trump, who sees an exemplary who's who's who he sees as an exemplary alpha male. Um, OK. What got Tate kicked off of social media? Tate's comments about women appeared to appeared to be what led him being kicked off Facebook. Blah 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 blah. Uh, back in 2017, he was kicked off Twitter when critic when criticizing the Me Too movement. He said the rape victims bear some responsibility for putting themselves in a position to be assaulted. That's a little insensitive. Like like, I kind of get that angle, but like like if you if you have on a t-shirt and jeans. Just like, like you shouldn't be raped just off the strength that you have titties and ass. Like, like you can't, I mean, yeah, you could hide it, but it's just like so hard. Like you could, you could dress up like a Muslim woman, like no, 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 no disrespect to the Muslims, but you could just put on the whole garb and just, you know, you know, shower curtain. You could just wear a shower curtain. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you don't, no one puts themselves in a position like unless you you know what i'm saying unless you walk through a fuck uh whatchamacallit like somewhere with like scantily clad you know what i'm saying very revealing or whatever but if you just minding your business and you're dressed humbly and 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 demure you know what i'm saying that's not setting you putting yourself in a position to be raped you know what i'm saying like i don't i don't get it i mean i get it but i don't Nah, I can't run with that. A false claim that seeks. I need. I need more context. I just need more context. I'd like to see the clip on where he breaks that down. You know what I'm saying? I just need more context. Speaking about married women who make money via OnlyFans, <laughs> I get that. A subscription service. Okay, yeah, we we know who OnlyFans is. Uh, Tate said they owe their parents money since they're they're a man's property. Okay. I need more kind like like you gotta watch like was that's the thing with these internet these extreme radical internet personalities you you gotta have context on the things that they talk about because it's very it's very easy to get caught up in the emotion of it all and run and run with what they say and mis misconstrue anything that they say you know what I'm saying um Tate was banned from Twitter yeah we get that okay. Um, what is Hustlers University? Um, if Andrew Tate's talking points are nothing new, uh, what distinguishes Tate is that he figured out a new way to game the current social media landscape. 
um, that was achieved via Hustlers University, Tate's online self-help course on wealth generation. It costs um, $45 per month, um, U.S. dollars, 30, 39 British dollars or pounds, um, which its site claims, claims grants to access 12 multimillionaire experts in their selected fields. Included, included topics in the courses are copywriting, e-commerce, stocks, and freelancing. Part of Tate's Social media presence is due to Hustler University's affiliate marketing campaign. Uh, Hustler's University members earn 48% commission for every person they refer. The publication reports and Hustler's University actively encourages its users to spread inflammatory take content on TikTok. (laughs) This is opinionated. Uh, There's people who say, don't give him publicity, let him fade away. Um, But this is impacting our young men. Research I've done, this is the professor, uh, and others have done demonstrates that where older men are typically more likely to be uh, distrusting of minority groups, younger men at at a really surprising level, a significant majority are anti the idea of women having the same rights as men. That demographic is being exploited by individuals like this. The uh, move to block Tate from social media has been criticized by some that notably include social media personality turned pro boxer Jake Paul, who, though speaking out against Tate's offensive sexism, took issue with what he described as social media censorship. Um, Yeah. So this Andrew Tate guy, he's like the white Kevin Samuels. (laughs) And, you know, in those other communities, in those other markets, you know, uh, once they get in their feelings, they don't play. They really mobilize and they really uh, make make legal moves to stop your bread. You know what I'm saying? And um, and yeah, I, I just think my question is what what makes him like I, I I posted the clip here on this show and, you know, and he has several hundreds of more and many other clips all over the internet even if he's banned himself you know but but i like i don't like from what i saw so thus far i don't see what he says that is so inflammatory for him to just be banned and boycotted the way he is you know what i'm saying um it's very strong it's very abrasive Um, in context, it makes sense in context, it makes sense. And so, so like, it's not really necessarily hateful, you know what I'm saying? But I could see how maybe if I was a, you know what I'm saying? A couch potato, a 40 year old virgin couch potato who was picked on in school. uh, Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I could see how that might incentivize me to want to go disrespect women you know what i'm saying but never not in a in a criminal sense but then that can also give leeway for for some who are that who are not psychologically well (laughs) who don't have the who may not necessarily have the best mental health to act out it may embolden them to act out you know what i'm saying um but to some degree it is a form of censorship it is a form of censorship. Um, 
I do believe that the man needs to be given a chance. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I just think that they saw that they saw his power. They were afraid of his power. I think that's really what it is. It's not that he's a misogynist. You know what I'm saying? But they saw his power and and what he brought to the table and how much of a threat the threat that he brought to the left wing to the liberal left wing i think that's what they're afraid of that's what or globally globally that's what they're afraid of because this man is a global personality and i think that's why he blew up so much quicker you know what i'm saying because he had he tapped into those global markets you know but um you know once the light the light has been shined the light has shined and you can't unsee it you know what i'm saying once you see the light you can't unsee it and so you know not knowledge is is uh um knowledge is indestructible you know what i'm saying knowledge is power knowledge is energy energy cannot be destroyed it can only be uh redistributed so so yeah do as they may do as they may all right boys and girls you know what time it is that's right it's time for the internet to internet get your popcorn ready sit back relax and enjoy if you'd like to watch the internet internet click the link in the description Visit prosperunlimited.com and click travel to book your next vacation. Welcome to our main course segment where we discuss life and love. Um, I'd like to get into uh, step two, uh, the recovery. Step two, recovery, phase two, psychological disconnect. So uh, previous episodes ago, I, I got into step two, recovery, phase one, emotional disconnect. I talked about... Um, the value of a uh, this is uh, well okay let me let me let me give some context because this has been a while if you've been following um so so in my book leave the fairy tales up to disney my very first book i've ever written um 
Actually, it's not my first book I've written because I wrote a novel in high school. But this is my first published book that I've written. Um, there's three. It's a three-part book. The first portion is on dating. The second portion is on the process of breaking up. And the third portion is on what marriage truly is, despite what we've been taught. And I think the younger generation, as I'm, as I'm recording this, the younger generation is kind of getting a better idea and a better grip on it. They're kind of, they're seeing things for what they are. They're, the knowledge has risen to the surface. You know what I'm saying? I really appreciate that about the younger generation. Um, but yeah, so it's a three-part compila compilation. And so we are now in the second part of the compilation. Um, the process of breaking up. Uh, that that short that short portion was originally titled "Rebounding the Right Way," and so you have steps, and then within those steps, you have phases. So the first three steps, um, the first step was on you know realizing that you had to break up, and then the different phases within that, you know wanting to break up but not being ready uh i don't quote me i don't i don't remember it verbatim but like kind of you know just working yourself up to actually getting out of that relationship right um and then this step the step two the recovery phase uh, the step two recovery is when you actually getting when you're actually out of the relationship and what has to go undergo the process that you have to undergo internally and logistically it, um, to get out of that relationship. You know what I'm saying? And how, and some of this might overlap. You may still be in the relationship going through step one and step two, going from step one to step two. You know what I mean? Um, so the first phase in, in recovery, in the recovery step is the emotional disconnect, right? Where it's like, you know, you don't get upset anymore. You don't get hurt. You don't cry. You don't cry anymore. Crocodile tears. You're just over it. Right now. This is the second phase the psychological disconnect and the psychological disconnect can only occur when you're physically out of the relationship. You have to physically no longer cohabitate, uh, um, cease communication and so on and so forth to actually undergo, to actually begin the process of psychological disconnect. You know what I'm saying? So let me let's let's talk about the psychological disconnect and why it's the the toughest phase. Why some people stay stuck in this phase. All right, let's begin. Um, here's the, I'm gonna go over like the different excerpts from the chapter, and then I'm just gonna talk about each excerpt. We have a I have about I have several. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight nine i have nine different excerpts to, to to talk on so i want to be i'm gonna try to make it as quick as possible all right all right so let's begin quote your emotions are guided by your psychology but your behavior is also the thing that is so monstrous about the psychological disconnect is the fact that it's so hard to detect it's it's so hard to detect that at most times it would take other people to detect whether you've disconnected or not for you. The reason being is that the emotional disconnect is more of a conscious experience, whilst the psychological is more of a subconscious experience. And your entire life is gu guided 
by your subconscious. I think the Bible says that all uh, your heart uh, decides all the affairs of your heart, uh, all of the affairs of your life, right? Your, uh, and in, in those ancient days, um, your heart was your first brain, your, 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 um, your, your raw brain, you know, the, that, that raw first thought. You know what I'm saying? When you see somebody bust their ass and your first instinct is to laugh, right? Right? That first thought, that raw initial first thought, right? That is, they, they in those times, they assumed that that was in the heart. And then your more conscious brain, your your parental brain, um, that was in your head. That was the brain in your head where, you know, you calculate one plus one equals two. You know what I'm saying? That kind of shit. But your pure heart, your, the, your pure thoughts were, were occurring in your heart, the heart in your chest. You know what I'm saying? That's where, that's where you're, that was considered to be your first brain. The heart was the brain. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm talking too much though. And so, so yeah, if you can control your subconscious, you can pretty much guide the ship of your life. You know what I'm saying? To wherever you want it to go. It's just that the subconscious, the subconscious is the autopilot. You know what I'm saying? Because if you had to think about breathing, if you had to think about uh, your heart beating in your chest, if you had to think about, you know what I'm saying, uh, um, passing urine from your kidneys through your urethra, like if you had to think about those functions, <laughs> your body would shut down because you couldn't, you wouldn't be able to keep up. So the body needed, the body needed some sort of autopilot and that's what the subconscious does. Um, the subconscious is known to be in the hippocampus of the brain, not to get into neuroscience, but the hippocampus is where that's kind of like the caveman part of the brain. You know what I'm saying? Where the, uh, pineal gland and the, the medulla oblongata and all those things are, that's, the, that's where all the caveman functions occur. You know what I'm saying? You hungry, you got to take a dump, you got to pee, um, you want to have sex, <laughs> you know, all those things. So, so yeah, yeah. Uh, so if you can control that, you can, you know, pretty much steer your life. And, and you know, a lot of times, you know, when getting into a relationship, uh, uh, um, being romantically involved with someone um, is triggered, you know, triggered by so much of our caveman, our automatic autopilot brain, you know what I'm saying? That consciously you may you you know what i'm saying it's hard to let go you know what i'm saying so you have to give it the respect that it deserves let me continue next next quote um psychological disconnect only begins once you've gotten out of the relationship after like i just said after the readiness step one uh phase three which is the step one phase three was where um, now you're ready to get out of the relationship. Um, so once you once you actually get out of the relationship, then you can start to psychologically disconnect. I mentioned that previously. The question is, when does it end? So we know where it begins, but we don't know where it ends. Well, we do know, we, there is a way to tell where it ends. You have to buy the book and figure that out and find that out for yourself. This is where I resort to my half theory. So I have a theory that says if you want to decompress and, you know, uh, 
kind of release a person's hold on your spirit, <laughs> so to speak. Um, it would take about half the time you were in a relationship with them. So let's say you was with you was with somebody for um, seven years. You was you was um, madly in love with somebody for seven years, and you break up, right? Heartbroken, you torn apart. You would need about a good three and a half years to recover. I said it. I said it. Um, and you, I'm 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 pretty much going to talk about this in another quote later on, but. Three and a half years to, to some people, especially women who are terror who are so terrified of being alone, that's that's almost like a jail sentence to them. <laughs> you might as well put them in. You might as well send them to jail. You said three and a half years of trying to recover from that from that nigga. <laughs> they look at that as a jail sentence. But yeah, if you've been with somebody, like that's just a theory of mine. It's just a theory. It's just a theory. But yeah, if you've been with somebody that long, you would need that much time to recover, theoretically theoretically however at the end of the day take as much time as necessary but purposefully consciously jumping into another relationship like i said this portion of the book was originally called rebounding the right way so obviously if you if you jumping right into another relationship as soon as you just got out of another one you're rebounding the wrong way and i see women do this a lot where they'll keep guys on standby they'll keep they'll keep the uh they'll keep the dms warm right and then as soon as they break out of another break out of a relationship they just fall in love with the next dude you know what i'm saying and that's so 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 unhealthy because how it started is how it's going to end let me not talk too much all right next quote despite questioning when the psychological disconnect ends we must also question how to detect when you have gotten over someone hey if you see something share something don't be afraid share this episode subscribe like and share thank you psychologically coming out of relationship memories and habits are still fresh and they have a tendency to recall themselves at the most inopportune times. I think that quote kind of speaks for itself. I don't need to break that down. Um, sometimes you could be at work on the on the factory line or whatever. You could be home washing dishes, and some some thought will come up. You just get you just get fuming mad and don't even know why. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, um, yeah, yeah. I, t I talk about this deeper if you if you buy the book. Um, you ever wake well here here it is I, I touch on it. You ever wake up in the morning mimicking situations from your past, replaying them in your mind? Are you ever in conversation and find yourself running off on a tangent about about that ex-partner? Do you keep or hoard items as souvenirs from that past relationship? Do you unjustly treat people callously who remind you of your ex? Or do you react snappily to particular statements that relate to that past relationship, even if not stated directly or relatively? So basically, before the word, before the, the, the term became popularized, basically, are you so are you easily triggered by your ex? Not so much. Or, no, 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 no. Not the fact that you are easily triggered by your ex, but are you tr easily triggered by the thoughts and memories of your ex? That's that's something to be mindful of. Um, 
Yeah, you have. If if that's the case, then you haven't psychologically disconnected as of yet. You know what I'm saying? You need to. You need to. You need to sit down with that one. Sit on that a little more. You know what I'm saying? Uh, next quote: The best way to psychologically disconnect from a past relationship is to spend time by yourself. You got to go on a healing journey. You got to go on a healing journey. At least half of the time you were in the relationship, spend that time by yourself, man. Now, of course, you know, you like, don't take me at face value. You know what I'm saying? You're human. You're still young and virile. You know what I'm saying? Your, your genitals are still working. If you need to get it out your system, if you got that itch that you need to scratch, go ahead and scratch it. But for the most part, being a, being romantically involved, nah, you need to give yourself time. You just got to. You got to give yourself time. And I don't think too many people uh, press this and focus on this. You know what I'm saying? And that's why we have so many hurt people running around. But I, I digress. Um, yeah, next quote. Many times what prolongs the process of getting over someone psychologically surprisingly is emotion the main culprits of which are bitterness and forgiveness Ooh. um i have a popular video that i um posted on my youtube channel <clears throat> um if you if you go check it out you know i it's called um f forgiveness try this i really break down um my theories on what forgiveness is and and i think you'll love it i think you'll love it if you haven't seen it already but forgiveness forgiveness is an art as well as a science you know what i'm saying um now of course i talk like i talk about in that video many religious leaders have all sorts of uh theories and breakdowns on what forgiveness is my theory being a non-religious leader my theory on what forgiveness is to me forgiveness is knowledge it is a core competency that you have for your for the whatever situation it is that you may be bitter about it's looking at that situation looking at whatever whatever the thing you is you're bitter about it's looking at it from a different angle and the only way you can do that is be by gaining more knowledge on the, on that thing you know um i recently undergone uh, a thing where like i just felt like these people had a vendetta against me and i didn't understand it i didn't know where it was coming from and, and give it enough to get, give it enough time give it enough time the knowledge came to the surface and it all began to make sense and then it my heart the the heaviness of my heart was lifted you know what i'm saying I'm still, to a degree, I'm still patching things up. I still want to, I still want closure. I still want to settle the score almost. But the heaviness that I had on my heart was gone. All because of a little piece of knowledge. Just one little piece of knowledge to put that piece of knowledge into the puzzle. And then it just all made sense. And I was able to, I was able to forgive. Now, forgiveness and forgetting are two different things. Just because you forgive don't mean you got to forget. But I digress. I digress. Let me continue. Um... To forgive means that you understand knowledge, hello, understand that that person was being who they are, whether they meant to hurt you or not. Since since this is a chapter on breaking up, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to refer it to breaking up. Uh, next quote, take upon yourself to educate yourself about yourself and the opposite sex from the opposite sex. So if you're a woman, you need to be schooled. If, if, you, if you're a woman trying to learn about men, you need men to school you. 
now yes there is some validity to what to the to, to the advice women are going to give you about men you know what i'm saying but when you want that authentic you got to go to a man and just like just like i i um like i like to watch a lot of the quote-unquote red pill women you know what i'm saying these women blow my mind exposing the truths about women <laughs> you know what i'm saying and i soak up game i soak up game all day long from these women they're fu they're freaking beautiful so i love it i love it um yeah being as that we are discussing psychology that would be a perfect subject to study personally yes i do believe everyone should study psychology it's it's one of the most the newest sciences uh, um, out there however it's the most helpful f on a surface level you know what i'm saying i think people like the same way we you know we have reading writing arithmetic and then you know you got them side classes like music and art like we need to just take we need to have we need to throw psychology in there for the middle school kids and the high school kids um i took psychology in high school and that shit blew my mind and made me fall in love with it you know what i'm saying so i think everybody else needs it too um um, you must know how your brain operates in order to understand it and help yourself. All right, there you go. Next quote. In this phase, counseling and therapy are a healthy choice. Yes, I said it. Going through counseling or therapy could possibly shorten the amount of time it would take to free you to move on. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, and, and I'm starting to realize that counseling and therapy um are more of an economic issue <laughs> they're more of an economic issue than anything um i think last episode i reported the uh 988 hotline for mental for mental health in the black community and then that that hotline is kind of uh being merged into the suicide awareness hotline which is cool which is cool <laughs> but so there is you know there is someone you can talk to you know what I'm saying? But just the fact that there are people to talk to um, is a beautiful thing. But finding access to them and the money to them and the, you know, you know, if you work, if you work in a nine to five and you only make but so much money, do you want do you want that extra money taken out of your medical insurance or out of your check? You know what I'm saying? To go sit down and talk to someone. That's that's a hard pill to swallow. You know what I'm saying? So I just I just think that more and more as we progress and as we become more and more open to mental health that the access to to therapy and counseling is going to be more open you know what i'm saying that's the only thing i'm worried about but yeah that's the last quote from uh this chapter of step two recovery phase two psychological disconnect um do not shortchange yourself you know what i'm saying uh, um, spend your coin and buy this book. It will change your life. My products will change your life. You know what I'm saying? Um, my books, uh, yeah, all of my books will, will change your life. They will inc increase the quality of your life. Um, I wish I could give testimony, but I don't want to give people's business away. You know what I'm saying? But my products change lives, you know, and, and I'm I, at this, as I'm recording this, I'm the best kept secret, baby. So get with it. That concludes our show. Remember to subscribe, like, and share. And if you appreciate the show, 
Go ahead and show it in Cash App at Dollar Sign Prosperity ULLC. Join our new Patreon to receive free merchandise, books, and consultation from Prosperity ULLC. We would like to thank you for tuning in to Prosperity ULLC and continue to invest in the brand.